Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. My bad, I was Van Halen. I'm sorry, I was listening to Van Halen. I was listening to Van Halen. Van Halen. Auntie, hoo-hoo. We got nonsense, nothing high vibrational today. I'm sorry. If you came here looking for spiritual enlightenment, enlightenment, you're not going to find it here today. I have none, none to offer. I have only nonsense, only nonsense to offer. So sorry. Man, listen, bruh, I want to say something so bad, but that ain't my lane. That ain't my lane. I want to say something so bad about this bullshit. I want to say something so bad, but I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole with them dudes down the street. (laughs) I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Nick, don't make me do it. Please don't make me go down that rabbit hole. I'm not trying to end up like those dudes. You do, you see how easily you can end up like those guys? It don't take much. It doesn't take much. One, one article here, one article there, a bad breakup here, a bad breakup there. You are buying a house down the street with those other guys. It don't take much. Man. Oh, y'all gonna make me do it. I'll try and preface myself. I'll try and be good. I'll try and keep my my points respectful and salient and objectionable, but this is I wanna say something so fucking bad. I just wanna say something so bad. Third war. My man, what's going on? Third war. RC wants me to be petty. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got your email. I got your email. I got your email. <sighs> I want to say, you know what? We'll come to that. We'll see how I feel when we get to that subject. But right now, let's let's do some little light and airy. Let's do something a little light and airy, because it's a very dis- it the whole thing is disturbing to me. But we'll 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 cross it when we get to it. First things first. I mean, since we're talking about babies and all, listen, this was interesting. So fire departments, hospitals, churches are all um, kind of reconfiguring some of their buildings to make way for safe haven drop boxes. Okay, so all those women 
that just don't want to be bothered with being a mother somehow escape persecution, financial penalties and jail time. If you don't want to be a mother, here we go. When a parent walks up to one of our safe haven baby boxes, uh, first thing that they're going to do is open the outside door. An orange bag is going to fall out with resources for the parents. They're going to place their newborn inside, shut the door, and then they're going to walk away. From the inside, you can see babies being placed inside the medical bassinet that has a heating unit inside. It's alarm activated. First responders are noticed. All right. Oh, you know, there was another part. Oh man, that's in the clip. Mm, all right. Well, I thought I had. A, I thought the clip was longer. Whatever. Yeah. So all the moms that don't want to be moms, this is what you can do. You can escape legal financial persecution. Do what the fuck you want because Supreme Court somehow agrees with you having the final say. So I, which makes no sense to me because it took two to create the child. You're just merely a carrier. <sighs> Must be nice. Must be nice. Yeah. It, what is it? It's, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're going to run I-35 sweep power, right? I'm going to just hand it off to the, going to hand it off to the running back. <laughs> Must be nice to be a woman. Must be nice. Must be nice. Can you put grown children? I don't think it's too late at that point for grown children. Must be nice. Must be nice. All right. Yeah, bro. You know, you know, it's bad if I'm active during the daytime because I'm a creature of the night. I'm a creature of the night. All right. Let me dump that off. Let me dump that off. Oh, no. Uh oh. I just trashed the wrong thing. I think I just did. I put the wrong thing in the trash. Yes, I did. All right, let's get into a little hacking, little chat GPT. Um, developers are already hacking their iPhones and linking it to chat GPT, which is, I think is ingenious. I mean, it was just bound to happen, but then if it happens to you, then that's not good. Oh no. You know what? Let's, let's see what he's talking about. Let's see what he's talking about. This guy hacked his own iPhone. Yeah, I broke it. And then, and then hooked up to ChatGPT so he can watch through his phone. All right, last week I demoed the initial version of my GPT Eyes project. This weekend I hacked together a much more interesting version. So I'm gonna go ahead and demo that for you now. Um, keep in mind that this AI will, it has no prior knowledge of anything. It will only get information from the camera. See all these boxes doing object detection and from the information it can search on the internet. Uh, and apologies, I think my fridge is a little bit loud, but that's going to come into play here. So let's run this. What can I help you with? What is the keto diet? I'm looking it up. So for those that don't understand what's going on, he jailbroke his iPhone and then he hooked it up to ChatGPT and is looking at everything through his phone. This is smart, but then scary at the same time. Because if you can, ha you know, you can hack somebody's phone, you can see what's going on in their house, vehicle, office space. It's wide open now, y'all. It's, it's a free-for-all. The keto diet is a low-carb, high-fat diet. It lowers blood sugar and insulin levels. 
and shifts the body's metabolism away from carbs and towards fat and ketones. All right, I want to know if I show you food that I have, can you identify which food is keto? Sure, show me your food and I'll tell you what is a keto food. So I'm going to just show it my fridge. I've added a bunch of this stuff to my custom data set. So if I just like through, through here and give it a good glance at some things, you should pick up um, what I've got in here. And when I turn away from the fridge, it's going to know that we're not looking at the fridge anymore and it should be able to process this. So just give it a sec. It should be identifying this shortly. Okay, processing. Okay, so it did identify, we're done. A little slower than I liked, but that's the most recent thing I added, so I'm okay. So it's gonna go ahead and search the web and figure out what's keto and what's not. It looks like you have steak, spinach, butter, avocados, and lemons. Those are all great keto foods. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to search the internet for a recipe that uses those ingredients so that I can make dinner. Searching the web. Okay, so it's gonna go hopefully find me a recipe that uses ingredients. It didn't get everything right in the fridge, but that was a pretty good start, especially considering my data is not great. I found a recipe called 15 minute lemon garlic butter steak with spinach that uses your ingredients. Thanks so much. You did exactly what I needed. Um, and, and guess what? When this does become implemented, we're all going to be using it. Let's just, everybody just, unfortunately, in the words of Tassidy, relax. We all will be using this. It will make your life so much more convenient. You don't have to go looking for recipes, right? You just scan your refrigerator and it'll give you a list of recipes which you can make from the things in your refrigerator, right? That's the whole beauty of technology to make one's life easier, convenient. But then, of course, the dark side to all of that, it can be used against you, weaponized, all that good stuff. But the people are going to use this. They're going to flock to this. Okay? It's, just, it's already here. Um, and I'm all done. Thanks. You bet. See you later. Okay, so we initiated the shutdown sequence. You're going to see my program has stopped running, um, as you can see on the screen cap. Um, it did pull in his recipe, so let's go check out that recipe and see how it did on ingredients. Um, just pasting that on the right, and then I'll put that in the screen grab so you guys can see it. Uh, let's see, 15-minute lemon garlic butter steak with spinach. Okay, so we got the lemon, the steak, the spinach, right, the butter. Um... You can see this uses a few things that I didn't have, um, but I mean, like this isn't this isn't a complete product. This is just a demo, which that's pretty impressive for like something I just hacked together. Um, so this AI is pretty, pretty good. Uh okay, it's already here. I, 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 for those that are too lazy to look up recipes, this is awfully convenient. You know, if those that look in your refrigerator and it's a little bare. The, the AI will help you, you know, concoct a meal for your family if you can't figure out what to do with lemon and boiled eggs or something like that, right? We're all gonna we're all gonna use this to some to some extent, some more than others, some more than others. But this um, is fascinating. 
But anyways, I just wanted to show a demo of this and how you can kind of begin to give um, GPT eyes and do some crazy stuff with it. So as you can see, I gave it a bunch of image recognition of stuff in my fridge and then we paired that with the internet in a very interesting way uh, to get this. So uh, pretty cool demo. We'll see uh, where I can take it next. All right. Okay. The future is the Jetsons are here. The only thing missing is everybody doesn't have a, a flying car in their driveway. Okay. All right. All right. Now I got to be petty for 10 minutes. Can I be petty for 10 minutes? Not that I need y'all permission, but I'm going to be, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Now here's another reason why you need to be in moderate shape. Here's another, if I didn't give you enough reasons to, to why you need to be in somewhat moderate, I said moderate, not top T, not Olympic shape. I said just moderate, just moderate shape. There was a windy day. It was a windy day in this video and the wind blew this baby stroller was blowing this baby stroller into the middle, in the, in the middle of, of traffic. Okay. Here's another reason why I think you might want to consider being in somewhat moderate shape. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. Oh, she, 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 she fell. fell. Yeah, she fell. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, and they can't get out because they heard like the weasel died. Oh, that was a man. Yeah. Life saving right there, man. Jeez. Yeah, like they say, perfect time. At the right place at the right time. Jeez. Come on, Rob. See that? Crazy. Shout out to toxic masculinity that saved that baby. Shout out to toxic men that spew toxicity and masculinity. You, right? It's so toxic when it drips onto the ground, it burns a hole in the concrete. It's so toxic. Shout out to all the toxic masculine men that's still out here saving women and babies one at a time. So let's thank these toxic men because this woman not in good shape couldn't save the baby in the, in the stroller from being pushed into traffic from the wind, the wind. Do you understand? She fell down four times. I have to run it back. I have to run it back. Oh, we're going to get to the brat. We're going to get to the brat. I have to run this back. Salute to toxic masculinity. Because <laughs> this baby is going to be lunch meat. Oh, she, she fell. fell. Yeah, she fell. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, and they can't get out because they heard, like, the weasel died. Oh, that was a man. Yeah. Life saving right there, man. Jeez. Yeah, like they say, perfect time. At the right place at the right time. Yeah. Why didn't she set the, the stroller brakes on? Hey. You know how many videos I've watched over the years of men saving children out of harm's ways? You know, they, they made the test 
dad re- re- reflexes versus mom reflexes. And maybe I've watched too many dad reflexes videos, but I've, I can count 20 to 30 videos of dads just stupid reflexes saving their kids. And the moms are just like, I don't know. Even though that's, that's kind of slanted because I'm sure there's some videos with moms displaying extraordinary re- reflex skills. But that shout out to dads. Shout out to dads. Shout out to all the, to- the toxic men that still want to save little children. What if she wanted the baby to go on purpose? I don't. I think she's really trying to save it. Because the way she never tried to get up. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Hilarious. Hilarious. Where I want to go. Okay, I'm going to save all of that. That's all going to be one in itself. Is this? Okay. Okay, that's going to be one section all by itself. Now, you know what? Let's go. Let's, 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 this Jamie Foxx thing. I, I told y'all he's out of here, right? Just waiting for the day. Waiting for the right day. Moon alignment, whatever the, the case may be. Okay. He's out of here, y'all. I, I, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. Where is it at? Where is it at? Now, there's two stories. There's two versions coming out. Now, if you're a smart man, you go with my version. If you're a smart man, smart woman, you go with my version. He's already out of here. They're just waiting for the right time, the right setting, the right narrative to make him, you know, to make it go out with a grandiose style. Now, first, first, they said he 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 posted IG. First, they said this man posted on his IG. Appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. Right? First, you know what? Let's just read the article. I got I got time. I'm gonna walk this all down for everybody. On Wednesday, <laughs> three weeks after his family revealed that he was hospitalized due to a medical complication that no one seems to know what he suffered from. You've been in the hospital three weeks and we, you still haven't told the people what, what is okay. The Oscar winner 55 wrote on Instagram, appreciate all the love feeling blessed. Okay. Okay. He also gave a shout out to Nick Cannon for filling in on his hosting duties for the upcoming season of beat Shazam. Appreciate my boy at Nick Cannon. See you all soon. No, sir. No, you won't. His daughter, Corinne, wrote on Instagram story while sharing her dad's post. Thanks for So that means you know she's in on it. Okay. This is let you know that the daughter is in on it. She going to play her role because she don't want to end up like her daddy. She want to reap the benefits of what all her daddy's hard work and sacrifices so she's in on it as well. Okay. Now, the TMZ, once again, TMZ is the CIA branch of the entertainment uh, d- division. It's not even up for debate. They say pray for Jamie. Now, these stories literally on the same day. 
So I just so, so y'all know it's I'm not capping. May third, twenty twenty three. May third, twenty twenty three. Now who do you believe? <laughs> who do who do y'all believe? Okay. All right. He's gone. Sorry. Now, TMZ says uh, he remains hospitalized for more than three weeks after suffering a medical emergency. No one knows what he's suffering. Oh, okay. And those closest to him say he needs all the prayers and well wishes his fans can muster. While his exact condition remains secret, tightly guarded by his family. Why? Why would it need to be a secret at this point? We've spoken with sources close to the Jamie who echo the same plea. Pray for Jamie. He's out of here, y'all. He's out of here. And that's his daughter. Boy, I tell you, it'd it, it be your kids, man. It'd be, <laughs> it be the ones closest to you every time. Every time. <laughs> Sources with direct knowledge tell us Jamie will not be on this season of Beach Shazam. We're told filming starts today with the new host. We're also told Corinne, who DJs on the show, will not be on as well. She's been a fixture at the hospital in Atlanta by her dad's side. As reported, Jamie was in Atlanta for work and on the film Back in Action, where he fell ill. A stunt double and body double have been seen filling in for Jamie for that project. Now, who do y'all believe? You believe the CIA? <laughs> or you believe a dead man's IG post CIA or the dead man's IG post I leave it up to you I leave it up to you okay I leave it up to you pour some out for your boy, your homie play one of his songs you're featuring Twister whatever pick one you got a lot of classic hits okay Damn you, Lodge Business. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, where, What shall I get into now? Do we care about Tucker Carlson? Do we, do we, you know what? It's interesting. Let, yeah, I kind of want to get into it just for a hot, a hot second. Okay, now believe what you want. But I find this interesting. So the text he had put out is the text that apparently this was the last straw for Fox, right? So the text that he sent out. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> All right. But in the most startling passage, Carlson asserted flatly that jumping a guy like that is dishonorable. Obviously, it's not how white men fight. After seeing the message, the board alerted Fox executives that it planned to retain a law firm to investigate Carlson's behavior. According to a person familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe sensitive discussions. The text message first reported Tuesday night by the New York Times added to a cascading set of concerns about Carlson uh, within Fox News that led the company to fire him last week, according to several people familiar with the inter uh, internal deliberations around his departure from the network. 
The Post also last week noted that co-founder Rupert Murdoch had also grown concerned about Carlson's increasingly far-right commentary, including his disparagement of U.S. support for Ukraine, and that executives had noted his harsh critiques of Fox management and his private communications, including some sexist and some vulgar language aimed at a female executive. Okay? That's not, it's not how white men fight. Does anybody care? Do you care? Do you care? Does anybody care? No? Does anybody care? Okay. I Yeah, I'd vote for Tuck for, uh, if he's running for Senate or governor, I'd vote for him. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Now, if you believe or care about this, uh, I got an offer for a hundred million from Patrick Bet David from Valuetainment. He's not going to take this deal. Valuetainment is beneath Tucker Carlson. All right. Uh, the pitch goes, dear Tucker, I'll get right to the point. We want you to partner with us in what we feel is a noble and necessary effort to define the future of media. The letter outlines David's offer to Carlson $100 million over five years and equity stake in Valuetainment, a position at the president of Valuetainment, a board seat, and other content Carlson may be interested in covering. I'm not mad at that, but he's not, I don't see him taking this. What else? We're all ears. Our convictions about freedom, liberty, and truth run deep, and we believe we are the absolute right fit for you and America. With the motto of to enlighten, entertain, and empower, Valuetainment currently publishes its content, including podcasts and interviews on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no. No, because, well, you know, no, the channel will get struck. Are you kidding me? And other social media platforms. Its YouTube channel has over 4 million subs, and its social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, have a following of over 10 million. The brand's podcast, PBD Podcast, ranks 12th on Spotify in the platform's business category as of writing. The brand's podcast had hosted prominent figures in various fields, including the late basketball superstar Kobe Bryant, clinical psychologist Jordan Peterson, current presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., legal scholar Alan Dershowitz, celebrity scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson, and investor Robert Kiyosaki. The company's most watched YouTube video featuring an interview with a mafia boss has over 18 million views. Tucker can do that by himself, man. Let's not do this. Tucker can do all this by himself. He doesn't need them. He doesn't need them. This is this. Yeah, he, he doesn't need this. He already has his own entertainment company. He's good. He's good. He's good. Nah, this is, he doesn't need this. It's a nice offer. Very generous. Uh, the CEO goes, goes on to say there are very few people, people left in America at the level who have made the money. That's about a true cause. I think Tucker's one of them. Nah, this is, this is not, nah, he doesn't need them. He can, he can, he'll be all right. He, nah, nah, nah. Tuck gonna be all right. He doesn't need this deal. Yeah, I don't see him taking this deal. He, I don't think he'll take it. I don't think he take it. Takes it. So, okay. I don't know where I want to go with this because I want to save the brat and all that for the last topic. 
I want to say that for the last topic. Let's get to, um, what's his, what the boy's name, Jackson Mahomes. Now, shout out, shout out, shout out to Ty City. Ty City made a live stream a couple years ago. And he broke down all the Jackson Mahomes issues. And basically he, he was saying Patrick needs to separate himself from Jackson because Jackson is a bad look. It's going to cost him deals. You know, um, the optics on Jackson are uh, horrible right now, especially with this, this video that came out. But he's always been a problem. And he's one of those family members you just going to have to cut off. Just like Kawhi Leonard, his sister, it, she went to prison for murder. You got to cut certain people off. Cannot let them affect and, and, and damage your brand and, and future endeavors as well. Unfortunately, I know he's family, but you can't save everybody, y'all. So if Patrick is smart, he would just walk completely away from Jackson. Uh, Jackson's immediate family, would, would, it would be smart for them to disassociate themselves from him until he gets some serious, serious help. Okay? Extremely bad seed. You heard he's still with Fox, but they pulled his show. Mm-hmm. That's news to me. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we know the, oh my Lord, carpet munching from the West side. Yeah, she is from the West side. Yeah, she, been, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Jackson Mahomes arrested for aggravated sexual battery released on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Boy, ain't this is just a waste of light skin. Ain't this is a waste of biracialness. How you biracial just wasting that? I don't understand that. You guys are the new buffer class. I'm talking above immigrants, above migrants, above illegals. Biracials are the next dominant buffer class. And you out here wasting it. Why, bruh? Uh-oh, you, they would arrest you a long time ago. I, I, I kind of guess that's what, you, that, that's what his, he was going to say. So what ex- exactly took place? All right. Mahomes was booked around 7.45 a.m. and his bond was set at $100,000. According to court records, he's been charged with three counts of aggravated sexual battery. He was also charged with one count of misdemeanor battery. The 22-year-old social media star was accused of sexually and physically assaulting the owner of the Aspen's restaurant and lounge. When the 40-year-old woman claimed he tried to forcibly kiss her multiple times, the owner also alleged Jackson seemed intoxicated earlier in the night and claimed he shoved a male member of her waitstaff. A conviction for aggravated sexual battery in Kansas can carry up to a 55-month sentence. That's four and a half years, four and a half years. Shortly after the alleged incident, uh, Jackson's attorney, Brandon Davies said he not, he did nothing wrong, but this, this clip shows will, will, will speak to something different. Our investigation has revealed substantial evidence refuting the claim claims of Jackson's accuser, including the statements of several witnesses. We have reached out to law enforcement to provide the fruit of our investigation so that they may have a complete picture of the matter. This sounds very Jonathan Davis esque. 
or Jonathan Majors. This sounds like Jonathan Majors part two, the, the biracial virgin, right? The incident appeared to have been caught on surveillance video and has been under police investigation since March. Cut this waste of biracialness loose. Not the first time Jackson has found himself embroiled in controversy. He also faced backlash for dumping water on Baltimore Ravens fans at a game in 2021 and doing a TikTok dance over Washington, Washington's Field Memorial for late star Sean Taylor. Now, where's the video at? Here we go. Now, once again, it's a, it's a pretty short clip. I know I like context. I like to see the before, during, and after. But this is what we got. This is all we got. Now, yeah, I, you know what? Now, she did try to laugh it off. You can see her try to smile it off, right? She's wiping her mouth. Here we go again. Oh, no, wait. I'm trying to... No, no, don't do that, Jackson. I'm trying to be cool. I don't want to raise... I don't want to turn on the red flag. I don't want to sound the alarms. No. Don't do it again, please. Don't do that. No. Don't do it. You can't see. What can't you see? Oh, shit. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. All right, 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 all right. Here we go. Here we go. God damn it. Here we go. Okay, I'll run it back. I'll run it back. I'll run it back. I just want to get. I want to get you guys' comments. I just want to get you guys' comments. Listen, what? What? Hey, Edmund, what'd you say? Give him up to. I'd give him up to the lodge. I'd give him up. Like you, you, you playing out here? Complete waste of light skin biracialness. Total, total waste. Total waste. Total waste. I swear I thought the boy liked peeing. <sighs> now. I'll run it back. Somebody said. She doesn't look like a victim. Wait, 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 wait. Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, man, I'm so behind. Okay, Skeeter says what he did was wrong, but she don't look like a victim in the video. Okay, ladies, because your word at the end of the day matters the most. 
I'll run this clip back and y'all tell Skeeter how y'all feel if you feel this woman was a victim or not. This is for the ladies. Ladies, I'm going to play this back again. Y'all tell Skeeter Mills if you feel this woman was a victim or not. What? What is a gay face? All right, ladies. Tell Skeeter Mills if this woman was a victim or not. Did she wipe the kisses off? Yes, she did. She walked back towards him after. Offer up immediately. I'm with you. I'm with. Hey, Kayana, do me a favor real quick. The Crowder drama is making women rethink things if it's worth it. Could you, could you explain that a little bit more further in, in depth? Because what exactly is Steven Crowder's divorce making women rethink? I'm just curious. Because she's going to get a payday. She's going to get the house, the car, alimony. So what, what are they, what's there to, to rethink? I'm just curious. I mean, I am fine. Thank you for the 10 on the super chat. Sorry, I'm late for class again, but I have a legitimate excuse. There's a ma mahogany war machine still on the loose. In midtown Atlanta, he knocked down five people at the north side. I heard about that shit. <laughs> Wait, it's so bad with the violence. Now you're like, okay, it's he's black. You don't even question it at this point. You remember how it used to be a... Uh, Somebody wilding out, you'd be like, man, well, we know he's not black. You know, show the, show, the, show the white guy. Now it's like, he's black, isn't he? You almost expect this new crop of, of attackers to be black. I told you they're going to be the new face of crime. It came off as aggressive. Give him to the lodge. That used to be a slab across. I, I agree. I, I yo, she she should have you know decked at least decked him. At least you know punch him or something. You know, and yeah. I mean, you could still go back to him, but still remind the dude, hey, there's boundaries here. You know, she getting the car. Not cars. Oh, oh, only has one family car. Oh, okay, okay. I meant that in the light of the crowd of the drama, people are saying that they might take away no fault divorce and women won't be able to initiate though as they should. <laughs> what? Hell yeah. As they should. They are on TikTok concerned. Well, until we actually see some legislation at one state has to do it first. It is going to have to be a liberal state. Yeah. Uh, unless a blue state actually rescinds the no-fault divorce, it, all it takes is one state. I don't see it happening. It, it generates too much money in the whole marriage divorce economy. Why would you give the men that you've been punishing and financially abusing for 50, 60 years 
Why would you all of a, all of a sudden want to give them a, a leg up or a handout almost? Why would you want to even the playing field? If that's the case, if you're gonna if you're gonna think about rescinding no fault divorces, you then that uh, that also extends to the child support. They're never going to do that. The men have the money and the resources. It's other men that punish men and give the resources to women. It's not even women doing it at this point. You have other men that make sure to punish other men to allocate funds and resources to women. I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. Okay. Yeah, at, at least slap the dude, you know, or punch him in the chest. You know, I, I'm just saying. I bet I wasn't a Negro slide. You had to meet the women in the big white house of my highway. She was funny. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, all it takes is one blue state to say, you know what? This no-fault divorce thing, it's getting out of hand. But I don't see it happening. Give liberal women freedom by giving them the rope. I would love to see it happen in my lifetime. Probably not. You know? I don't see it happening. Nah, I didn't. No, I'm saving the Brad story for the, for the last because I have some things I, I may or may not want to say about that situation. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't see it happening. I, I, I agree, J. Jermaine. I, I don't see it happening. It's too much money. It's too much money. It, it's, an, it's its own economy. The divorce, uh, the marriage, divorce, child support is its own economy. It makes too much money. No, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Traditional divorce for traditional family. See? I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna go there with you, Tassidy. That's your wheelhouse, sir. That is your wheelhouse. Um okay. Devin Haney and Bradley Martin. See, listen, I like talking this stuff. The street fight thing. Now, remember a couple weeks ago, a month ago, I, I made the point that if Daniel Cormier and Mike Tyson got in, into an actual street fight. I said Daniel Cormier would wipe the floor with Mike Tyson in an actual street fight. Well, this discussion has come up again. Now, this is interesting. Okay. If you don't know who Bradley Martin is, you know, I'll, let, me, let me look him up for you real quick. Bradley Martin is about 260. Devin Haney, when he's not, when he's, when he's off season, is about 150. He fights 135, but he's going to have to leave 135 because he can't no longer make weight. It's getting harder and harder for him to make 135. So now, now he has to go up to 140. 140 is tanks there now. Um, oh, my God. It's, 140 and 135 are stacked. Stack, stack, stack. But. It's getting harder for Haney to, to, to keep weight at 135. So he decided to go up to, 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 to 140. I think he fights Loma, right? Pretty soon. He's fighting Loma. This is the last fight at 135 with Lomachenko. Anywho, Bradley Martin is 260. 
Devin Haney on a good day is 150. Let me pull up Bradley Martin. Now, once again, some of y'all, some of y'all don't understand English. I said street fight, not straight up boxing. This is Bradley Martin. Now, I'm not saying Bradley Martin is an expert fighter, combat fighter, none of that shit. I'm not saying none of that. Okay, let me see. You know what? Well, let's see. Let's see his stats. It's his height. This man is 6'3", 260. Okay. This man is 6'3", 260. Now, listen. I, 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 we've all seen big guys get beat up. It, it happens, but... They have weight classes for a reason. Now, let me see if he has any fighting experience. <sighs> Does he have any fighting experience? Once again, he's 6'3", 260. You know, you, you know who walks around at 6'3", 6'4", 260? The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H. Those guys walk around 6'3", 6'4", 260. That's that's a that's Mike Allstotch. <laughs> that's a fullback. That you know what I'm saying? That's a fullback. All right? Okay, that's 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 chunky. He's chunky. Let me see if he has any fighting experience. Fighting fighting fight. Now he's a fitness guy. He's a fitness guy. So he has gotten in the ring before. So he has boxed before. So he's no. Okay. So he's not completely green. So he's not completely green. Now he's not Devin Haney skill wise. Don't get me wrong. He's not Devin Haney skill, but I'm sure if Bradley Martin hits you, you're going to feel it. Now, once again, we're talking street fighting. Now, in my terms, my definition of street fighting, that means anything goes, weapons, you know, whatever the case may be. All right. Um, I don't know if there's a such thing as a uh, as a as a, a street fight with rules. But once again, Devin makes good points. But we're talking street fight. And all y'all was like, Tyson got in a street fight with Mitch Green. Uh, those are two boxers that met in the bar and they and they swung. They took exchange punches. That's not a street fight. And I would, and I would feel very confident. Once again, Daniel Cormier would have nothing to worry about. If he saw Mike Tyson in a dark alley at midnight for a street fight. Okay. Now let's get to what Devin Haney said. Once again, let me see. Wait, you know what? Let me do this. So we got Bradley Martin, six, three, two, sixty. How tall is Devin Haney? He's 5'9". Boy, if you don't sit your ass. Okay. Let's entertain what Devin Haney had to say. Let's not, let's not, I don't want to drag this out. Let's let the man, let's see what he had to say. Street fight. I'd beat the. Out of you in the street. No, I would. I would kill you, bro. Yeah, I would kill you. I would kill you, bro. I love it. No, like you think at your weight around my walk around weight, I would kill you. What's your weight? Damn it! I want to.
fucking way. No, so, so 150, around 150. Bro, I would maul you at 150. No. 100%. No. As confident as you are Okay, about, so let me tell you something. 150, you're let me tell you something. 150 pounds. Let me tell you something. Okay. You cannot take a punch, though. So, like, you're not used to getting hit. So I've been hit, though. No, no, no. See, now, once again, we're talking street fighting. That means it's going to go to the ground. Now, unless Devin Haney can fire off a, a combo real quick and get him up out of there, what are the odds he's going to do? It's a street fight. Bradley Martin would not stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Devin Haney in a street fight. Devin Haney, I mean, Bradley Martin, if he if he's smart, he would get him get on top of him, get him on the ground, whatever. Do you understand? It's going to be an ugly fight. But let's let's continue. No, no, but you've been hit, not by you. But you've been hit by regular guys, like guys who don't even know how to punch. Okay, street fight. I but we all know the knock on Devin Haney is he has no punching power. Anybody that's been following boxing, out of Shakur Tank and Devin Haney, Devin Haney and Shakur are are more skilled than Tank. But Tank has the power to knock all these both of them out. Devin Haney, out of the three, has the weakest punching power. He's skilled, but he does he cannot knock anybody out. So if you can't knock out anybody in your weight class, what are the odds of you knocking out somebody that's 260 pounds? Hear me out. And we're talking street fighting rules now. Bradley would not stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Devin Haney and exchange punches. Y'all watch too much UFC to a certain extent. And y'all think that's how the majority of fight? No, we're talking a street fight. It's gonna go to the ground. Somebody's gonna pick up a garbage can. Somebody's gonna pick up a brick or a, or a bottle. Those are street fights. Devin Haney does not have the knockout power to, to, to I don't think to hurt Bradley Martin. I just don't see it. Once again, Devin Haney is five foot nine, one hundred and fifty pounds on his best day. Bradley Martin is six three, two sixty stop but I'll run it back I'll run it back I'll run it back I'll run it back street fight I'd beat the they, out of you in the street no fight. I would I would kill you bro. Yeah. I would kill you, I, I, would kill you bro. God, I love it no like for you real, think real, at your weight around my walk around weight I would kill you what's your weight damn it I want his weight no one so so 150 around 150 bro, I would maul you at 150 no 100 percent no as confident as you are. Okay, about so let me tell you something. 150. You're let me tell you about 150 pounds. Let me tell you something. Okay. You cannot take a punch, though. So, like, you're not used to getting hit. So. I've been hit, though. No, 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 no. But you've been not hit. Not by you. But not you've been you. hit by regular guys, like guys who don't even know how to punch. Once again, street, street fight. I like Devin Haney, but Devin Haney. This dude, this dude would hurt Devin Haney, man. That like once again, Devin Haney, ex supremely skilled fighter, but he has no power in his punches. You watch all his fights; he never he never hurts anybody. He outpoints them. He outpoints them. Skilled fighter, and when he fights Lomachenko, I expect the same thing. He will not hurt Lomachenko. He will outpoint Lomachenko. He will outpoint them. So, um, what what what? Yeah, what what say you guys? What say you guys? He's one. Listen, I'm 160. Come on, man. Stop. I get on top of you. I'm going to get on top of you. And then I'm going to pull your hair and I'm going to bite you and pull, poke out your eyes. Whatever. 
He's 5'9", 150. The man is 6'3", 2". And once again, unless Bradley says, okay, I'll, I'll straight up, uh, I'll straight up, you know, get into a boxing match with him, then I would expect Haney to land a bunch of punches on him. Still wouldn't hurt him. If you can't knock on anybody in your own weight class, what, what are the, ch- the chances or odds of you knocking on somebody that's 100 pounds, 100 pounds? This reminds me of the whole debate between Michael Jai White and Bruce Lee. Oh, my God. And I'm so pissed at Michael Jai White for bowing down to the Bruce Lee fanatics. I hate Bruce Lee fanatics. You dumbasses. Y'all swear Bruce Lee can beat everybody on it. You know what I'm saying? So remember... Michael Jai White said, I could, I could beat Bruce Lee. He's a hundred. I have a hundred pounds on Bruce Lee. I would hurt Bruce Lee. And I, I was like, he's right. I, listen, damn all that old footage y'all watched from the sixties and his little one inch punches and one inch pushups. Damn all that. They have weight classes for a reason. Michael Jai White, a peak prime Michael Jai White would wreck Bruce Lee in a fight. Are you fucking kidding me? And Bruce Lee fanatics got so upset. Y'all, they made that man apologize. Apologize for what? For believing you're the better fighter? And I never looked at him the same ever since. He would ma- he would hurt Bruce Lee in a fight, man. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> You you don't think guys like Tony Ja and, and Eco Eco Uwais got you don't think those guys could run with Bruce Lee in a fight? You don't think a prime Jackie Chan, prime Donnie Yen, Samo Hung? Samo Hung would run through Bruce Lee. I hate Bruce Lee fanatics. Y'all think everything stops and starts with Bruce Lee. Okay. Bruce Lee would get hurt. Hurt badly. Badly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck? I, I, I hate it. I hate it. I, exactly. Why apologize for, for feeling you're the better fighter? That man that went to Seattle, took a picture at, at his grave site. To all my fans, I'm a Bruce Lee. Man, fuck that shit. If you feel you can wreck, you can wreck Bruce Lee, then say that. The, the fuck? I would never apologize for thinking, for believing I'm the better fighter. What the fuck? Michael Jai White. Would wreck Bruce up uh, in his prime. He would wreck Bruce Lee. Do you understand? Wreck that dude. Oh my gosh. Bruce Lee is what five seven one thirty five. Why oh, y'all yeah, don't give a fuck how hard he punch? Damn all that man. No 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 no. These guys hit just as hard, just as fast. No, no. I remember, I remember those debates, Jackie Chan versus Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan would maul Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan will run through Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan is so durable. I think that's his greatest strength as, as a martial artist. He's so durable. He's, like he's like an elk. He gets hit by a truck and gets up and shakes it off. Like he's durable. Like he keeps going. You know? Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, I'm over it. What, what, what? Are you a Bruce Lee fanatic? Are you a Bruce Lee fanatic? What, what, what? So you don't, oh, okay. John Jones versus Bruce Lee. Since we're, we're, we're not talking weight classes, 
John Jones versus Bruce Lee. John Jones versus Bruce Lee. Since we're going to throw weight classes out of the equation. John Jones versus Bruce Lee. John Jones versus Bruce Lee. Are we still having this this discussion? John Jones versus Bruce Lee. You think John Jones will worry about a guy like Bruce Lee in a street fight? Are you kidding me? This guy beats up robbers and 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 people that break into his home. He 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 eats and lives that shit. John Jones be on at the gun range. That man be at the gun range. That man be throwing knives. This dude beats up people in real life. He beats up home invaders. Come on, man. For real? <laughs> For real? John, John Jones will walk through Bruce Lee. Y'all better stop this nonsense. Y'all give Bruce Lee too much credit. I'll say that. Y'all give Bruce Lee way too much credit. Let me, let me, let me see who, who else? Let me, I mean, oh my God. Someone, give me Rod Tane, a guy like who watches, um, kickboxing one, a guy like Rod Tane, probably the greatest Muay Thai kick, uh, the Muay, anybody knows who Rod Tang is? Rod Tang is a problem. Rod Tang, I believe, will walk through Bruce Lee. No one knows who, who Rod Tang is, so I, I, I guess I'm just... If you're into Muay Thai, you know who Rod Tang is. Rod, Rod Tang... Does anybody know who Rod Tang is? No? Where Jones beat Francis. I believe he could. Why couldn't he? Because Cyril Gagne wasn't a slouch. It would be a great fight. Um, if they fought out of out of out of a best of five, I would think Francis will probably get Jones three out of five. If they fought five times, I believe Francis would get Jones three three out of five. Right? Okay, show them Rod okay, Rod Tang. Rod Tang. Okay, you know what? Let's look up some yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Rod Tang. Listen. Because I, I, I'm into my comment. This guy here. This guy here. Lord have mercy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy here, Rod Tang. Man, listen. All right, you know what? Let, let's, 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 let's watch some Rod Tang. Y'all want to sit here and tell me. <laughs> Spinning back fist, Lassiri. Rod Tank says, come on, that's all you can do? 
Rotting, putting on a show here in the final <laughs> round. Joseph the he's got to be careful animal. here. He's still doing well. He's still got on the, on the back foot. He's not taking a lot of damage. He can't let Rod Tang play his Everything, mind. another right. Lasiri on the run. Taunting is Rod Tang. 15 seconds in this world title fight. 15 seconds, something devastating could still happen for Rod Tang. It's Rod Tang, the milliseconds he needs to be able to read these, these punches and kicks coming at him. Rod Tang, and why he's such a fan favorite. Big shot with a right. was a knockdown. He is the one, he is the flyweight one champion. And he just signed a fight, um... He just signed to fight a Japanese fighter. He's undefeated as well. This this guy would this guy will walk through Bruce Lee, man. Y'all best. You know what? Let me find Rod Tang's greatest. Uh, knockouts. Do we want to do knockouts? Great debut for Kali Love. Teeing off. Look at Ron Tang. Not a show. That knockdown changed it, though. I think it changed it. Beautiful evasion there from Ron Tang. Superb offensive work here, and he bashes himself in the chest and in the face. He's taken more punishment from himself than he has from his opponent in the last 10 seconds. They are two 22-year-olds, and now you see Rod Tang's ego coming into play. The beating of the chest, the slapping of the face, that's what Haggerty wanted there from Rod Tang. The oohs, the ahs, the gnashing of teeth, this electrified crowd. This dude's a flyweight, y'all. He's a flyweight. Kicks. This is exhibition stuff from the Thai athlete. Leg kicks. Left hand, and down goes Sokti, and I'm not convinced that he's getting up. He's still in it. He's not backing down. He's not going anywhere. That left hook oh. to the body. The tree has come down. And the crazy part is after he beats your ass, he'll sit there and pray with you. <laughs> after Rod Tang beats on everybody, he sits there and prays with you. He thanks you for, ha for giving him a great fight. He will beat your ass and then thank you for, for giving him a fight. You understand? <laughs> Y'all better stop this shit. Y'all better stop this Bruce Lee this Bruce Lee pandering. <laughs> There's, I can name 10 guys that will, that will run through Bruce Lee. 10 guys. 10 guys that will, that will eat Bruce Lee for lunch. Easily 10 guys that will eat Bruce Lee for lunch. Easily. Easily. Anywho. He said, don't pray with me. Yeah, yeah. Yo, after, after the fight, he comes over there and prays with you and thanks you, gives you a hug. And like, it's like y'all best friend. Shit. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Now, but see, let them tell it. They say, nope, let them tell it. Bruce Lee beat up, beat up everybody. Street fight. They always go to that one fight that he had with, with, the, uh, with, the, with, the, with the homeboy from China, the Chinese triad sent over. They always go to that fight. They always point to that fight. Well, then that fight. Yeah, but man, that Bruce Lee shit be killing me, man. Uh, uh, uh. I feel you. And we all looked up to Bruce, but now that you're older, 
and you see how the fight game has evolved, how humans just have, for the most part, you know, combat sports wise just evolved. No, man. No. 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 Uh oh. That's not good. Uh oh. Should we tell us fired up? Okay. Let me get to this. Is this it? More trash? No. We got more died suddenly. We got more died suddenly. Okay, let me get him. Let's get him out of here. Boop. Let's get him out of here. All right. Tori Bowie. Tori Bowie. This woman was an Olympian. Peak physical health. Okay. Let me say this again. This woman was an Olympian. Peak physical health. Okay. There's nobody in better shape for the most part than an Olympic athlete. They are the pinnacle of human peak physicality. Yes. Right. When you say Olympic level, that means you are clearly hands down better than every fucking body. <laughs> okay. When they say you're an Olympian, that means more, more than likely you are hands down better than everybody around you. Okay. So I was an Olympian from Mississippi. Let's see what took her out. She was 32. Her management company and USA track and field announced her death. No cause of death was shared. We've lost a client, dear friend, daughter, and sister. Tori was a champion, a beacon of light that shines so bright. We're truly heartbroken and our prayers are with the family, friends, and everyone that loved her. Uh Uh-oh. Orange County Sheriff's deputies were asked on Tuesday afternoon to conduct a well-being check of a woman in her 30s who had not been seen or heard from in several days. The woman found dead in the Winter Garden home was identified as uh, Frentorish Tori Bowie and there were no signs of foul play. The cause and manner of death are pending. This woman was a three-time Olympic medalist and two-time world champion. She's the peak of human physicality. Perfect health, dare I say. What killed this woman? We should be used to this by now. What supplements were on her? (laughs) This woman is gone at the age of 32. 32. She's best known for anchoring America's four by one meter relay to gold in Brazil. Even though she was tasked with running the most important hundred meters of that race, Bowie insisted her duty that night in Rio was a breeze. Thanks to Bartoletta, Felix, and Gardner. I had the easiest job of all. My teammates brought me the stick, and all I had to do was bring it to the finish line. You know what? Let's look that up. Let's see that race. I want to look at that race. Um, Women's. American. Women. 
four by one um, relay Brazil Brazil I want to watch that race is this it It's the race. I believe this is it. Let's 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 watch her in action. And here are the lane assignments. The U.S. is in one. Jamaica is in six. Great Britain is in five, and Germany in four. And there's the start. Bartoletta running the first leg for the United States. Williams for Jamaica. Here's the first baton pass. But Bartoletta's doing her job. But Jamaica's made their pass. U.S. and Jamaica off down the back stretch. That's Allison Felix versus Jamaica on the second leg. Here's the pass to English Gardner for the U.S. She has it. The end of the turn. The U.S. and Jamaica. Veronica Campbell-Brown for Jamaica. Shelly Ann Fraser-Price will run the anchor. Tori Bowie for the U.S. And here is the U.S. with the lead. Shelly Ann Fraser-Price on the outside with the U.S. But Tori Bowie has a big lead. Here they come for the finish. It's going to be the U.S. Jamaica second. That's her. That was her. With the second fastest time ever run, the United States from lane one. Shout out to all the dark skinned sisters. Shout out to the dark skinned sisters that can run real fast. Get the job done and retain their Olympic crown. Well, they meant business. I think you put your finger on it. They had something to prove, and prove it, they did. And another gold medal for Allison Fields. That had to be one of the most impressive runs I have ever seen on a 4 by one relay. They did exactly what Dennis Mitchell said they would do. Everyone did their part. Okay. All right. All right. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Okay. All right, we gotta go to some more nonsense. Now, don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the brat and and her mental illness and her girlfriend's mental illness. What is that? Hmm. All right, y'all. Let's New York. Is it? You know what? Why anyone chooses to live in New York that's not living in is in opulence at this point is beyond me. Well, let's go. So the guy that's being choked out is a, I guess, well-known Michael Jackson impersonator in New York. The guy doing the choking is a Marine. Some way, somehow, the Marine felt the need to choke this man to death. And this man has not been charged nor arrested. Let's continue. A uh, 24-year-old passenger stepped in after the vagrant, identified by sources as Jordan Neely, began going on an aggressive rant about northbound F train Monday afternoon. According to police and a witness who took the video, he starts to make a speech. He started screaming in an aggressive manner. He said he had no food, he had no drink, that he was tired and doesn't care if he goes to jail. He started screaming all these things, took off his jacket, a black jacket that he had, and threw it on the ground. That's when he said the strap hanger came up from behind Neely and took him to the ground in a chokehold, keeping him there for 15 minutes. Listen, a rear naked choke, 
takes less than a minute to put somebody out if applied correctly. Shut your ass up. Okay? It takes less than a minute to make somebody pass out. To hold somebody in a, a rear naked choke for 15 minutes is unconscionable. You're trying to kill somebody. You're trying to kill somebody at this point. Yeah. You know how do you do you know how how much energy it takes to hold a choke hold that long? 15 minutes? That's a lot of exertion. That's a lot of exertion. The approximately three minute and a half long video shot by Vasquez shows a blonde subway rider lying on the floor on a train with his arm wrapped around a man's neck. The train was stopped with the doors open and all the Broadway Lafayette Street Bleecker Street Nation where Vasquez said the conductor had called 911. Look how little this guy is. Look how little his arm is. Yeah, he's got, listen, he's got it in sunk. It's sunk in deep. You're not getting out of that. It takes less than a minute. Neely, who was living on the streets and had a history of mental health issues, lost consciousness after being put in the chokehold and EMS workers at the station were unable to revive him. The strap hanger, whose sources said is a Marine veteran, was taken into custody and later released without charges. The investigation is ongoing and authorities were waiting on autopsy results before deciding whether to pursue charges against the younger man. He declined to comment when reached by the Post Tuesday saying, I am not interested in answering any questions. Thank you. Vasquez, who's on his way to Yonkers at about 2.30 p.m., said Neely barged into the train at the 2nd Avenue station and quickly began screaming and yelling at riders, prompting many to move away. Video later taken shows the man flailing his arms and, and legs in an effort to free himself as the strap hanger had, has him in a headlock and another bystander helps to hold him down on the floor of the subway train. He moved his arms, but he couldn't express anything. All he could do was move his arms. Then suddenly he just stopped moving. He was out of strength. And this is sad. A person can be heard in the video expressing worry about Neely's well, well-being off camera. The man who had been helping the strap hanger hold Neely down replies that he's not squeezing no more. Then the two, then... The two then let Neely go after a few seconds, lying, leaving him lying on the ground, on the side of the ground. Jeez. None of us who were there thought he was in danger of dying. We thought he just passed out or ran out of air. Yeah, it doesn't take, listen, less than a minute, you're out. Less than a minute, you're out. Jeez, this is why I don't ride the, this is why I don't ride the trains, y'all. This is why I don't ride the trains. <laughs> y'all want this brat shit <laughs> y'all terrible shame on y'all this is important this man lost his life this is important Vasquez said he had mixed feelings about the fatal encounter particularly since he said Neely had not physically attacked anyone on the train before he was taken down I think that in one sense it's fine that citizens want to jump in and help but I think as heroes we have to use moderation Batman believes in not killing well it depends on which version of Batman we're talking about the Batman we all pretty much grew up with does, does not believe in killing. 
this would ne- have never have ha- this would have never have happened if the police had shut down within five minutes. Then we'd be talking about a true hero. It's complicated. Mm-mm-mm. This is terrible. Terrible. This is terrible. Okay. Wait, do I have one more? Okay, I have one more. We have to talk about this because I didn't know this. The, the MLK family went through so much. Wait, wait. The MLK curse. The MLK curse. I'm going to make a point for this family being cursed because the way his brothers and family members have all died, this is creepy as hell. Okay. All right. The MLK curse. Now you have a young MLK bottom right here. But what the family went through during all this and after is crazy. All right, all right, all right. So it is talking about reparations. Y'all like the reparations talk. Giving away millions of acres of land. Oh, run it back, Martin. At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But Uh-oh. not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, Today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. Uh Uh-oh. This is what we are faced with, and this is a reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. Uh, You can't be talking that talk, Martin. Better get on. You better get back on cold. Get back in line. You can't be talking that. Come get your check. Wow. So this is what this is what pretty much ended him. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Nick. I, I covered him at Mahomes literally just like, I don't know, yeah, just like ten minutes ago. Yeah, I covered it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 This is okay. So we, the curse for selling us out. That's deep. But I, I, I suspect a little something deeper that he was a child. He was already born into this. He was already born into this. But let's continue. Let's continue. Now, we all know the, the assassination, but here we go. MLK was shot on the balcony, but he survived in the bullet wounds and was taken to the hospital. Once MLK arrived to the hospital, a nurse claimed she saw two male figures dressed in black walk inside his room her explanation was that oh wait 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 her that she saw okay 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 uh, wait 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 I'm, I'm I'm messed up I messed up okay yeah she saw two male figures dressed in black walk inside inside his room her explanation was that she saw the men spit and suffocate MLK until he was dead before leaving for Memphis MLK did his usual routine at home with his family and told them he would be home soon. His children that particularly that particular day begged him not to leave and jumped on top of the car. 
and tried to prevent him from entering the vehicle. MLK told his assistant their behavior indicated that he had to be more present. That was the last time MLK saw his children alive. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. When Coretta approached Martin's body, the funeral director yelled out, I tried the best I can. The bullet ripped through his jaw. And now here we go. Here's where it gets crazy. After MLK's death, his younger brother, A.D. King, was found dead in his pool. A.D. was a great swimmer, so the family questioned his death. MLK Sr. said in his autobiography, I had questions about A.D.'s death, and I still have them now. He was a good swimmer. Why did he drown? All right. Let's continue. Naomi King, A.D.'s wife, said, There's no doubt in my mind that the system killed my husband. A.D. supported his big brother's movement, always there when needed, but preferred not to be in the spotlight. A.D. suffered from depression, and after MLK's death, he had enough. It was also speculated that A.D. had heart issues like Martin as well. Their mother, Alberta King, was murdered during church service on June 30th, 1974, as she sat at the organ by Marcus Wayne Chenault. Marcus was a young 23-year-old black male, and he was aiming for MLK Sr. Marcus decided to kill Alberta because she was close to him. What the hell? Marcus's reasoning for killing her is quoted, All Christians are my enemies. He also said that black ministers were a menace to black people. Marcus was given the death penalty, but the King family didn't want that. Therefore, he was sentenced to life and died of a heart attack at the age of 44. This is Marcus, the killer. Let's continue. Let's continue. Is that it? I think that's it. That's it. Okay, that's it. I didn't know it was this deep with the family. <laughs> I didn't know it was this deep with the family, y'all. I didn't know. I didn't know. Hey, I'm not. I, I'm just saying I didn't know it was this deep. Generational curses are real. Okay. Oh, my Lord. I remember that. Okay. Now let's get to what you guys are all here for. Let's get to why you guys are all here. Let's get to why you guys are all here. Yeah, right. Malcolm and the Kennedys. Okay. All right. Now. Jeez. So many things wrong with this. So many things wrong with this. So many. Listen, it's stories like these that will literally make men buy a house down the street. Okay. It is stories like these that will literally make men buy a house down the street. It doesn't take much these days. Okay. I don't even know where to begin with this shit. But you know what? Let's let old girl tell it in her own words because the internet has been giving them complete and utter hell as they as they should. As they should. As they should. It's early in the morning. 
but you know what? Fuck it. Let's 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 get into it. I see all of the headlines. Um, yeah, we we did an interview with a publication, and when we did the interview with the publication, they had access to the first episode. In the first episode, the first episode of Brad Loves Judy, we are in search of black donors. So. A question was asked around that because you saw in real time us trying to find a black donor and you saw the difficulties. There are difficulties. So there, there's a lot of facts in the world that people, I feel like, really don't know or are ignorant to. And that's that black men make up 5% or less of the sperm donation pool. Okay. We're going to come back to those numbers. We're going to come back because I don't think people understand how many, how big of a number that is, even though they try to minimize it and make it seem small. Okay. So real quick, if we agree that there's 40 million black people, according to the, to the CDC, the white man's stats, white man says y'all about 14% of the population would roughly equate to 40 million black people. Yes. We all also agree that the women outnumber the men basically three to one, but we'll be nice and say two to one to a certain extent. So we'll, let's just say there's 15 million black men. Okay. Let's just say there's 15 million black men. Yeah. Is that, these are fair, very general, broad numbers. Cause she said 5%. Now I've seen as, as low as 2%, but so, 5% out of 15 million black men that donated sperm would roughly equate to about 550,000. Well, no, let's say 600, 600,000. Let's say six, 600,000. At 600,000, that's 5%. Now, the numbers I've seen, it goes as low as 2%. 2% would give you 300,000 black men. 300,000 black men, sperm donors. That's if you go as low as 2%. That's 2%. So. <laughs> with this shortage of, of black. Listen, all these babies out here being made. You know what? I'll let her. I'll let her. Uh, let's let go ahead. Let her finish it. And then even with that, once you put in your genetic testing, you'll be lucky to find. Okay. That's part one. Now she says out of 5%, we're being generous. 5% puts us at roughly 600,000 black men. Now what she's going on to say, is once you put in the genetic testing, it even knocks it down even more. That's fair. That's fair. But this, this still doesn't add up for what she's saying. Let's go. And then even with that, once you put in your genetic testing, you'll be lucky to find one, if any. Okay, so out of, let's just say, let's go with the 2% number. If we go with 2% of black men that donate sperm, that's roughly 300,000 black men. And after you do the genetic testing, you mean to tell me genetic testing basically takes out 299,999 black men? To the point where you, you can only find one suitable donor. Are you, are you, do y'all believe the narrative she's spinning? 
You mean to tell me out of all the black men, the brat knows in the music business, all the family men, the men, the cool men, the, the clean men in the business she's come across. You mean to tell me she couldn't go that route, right? But according to Judy, when they put in the genetic testing, it canceled out 299,999 black men, leaving them with one viable donor. Okay, let's let her finish up. I'm a carrier of four different things, four. And since we getting into it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in one of the slides, you're gonna see everything. And the severity of the things that I'm a carrier of, if we chose somebody that had the same thing, our child would most likely have it. And they're severe, so. Uh, uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh, we got a dissenter. Tamika says, black men yell to the entire world that beige mixed babies are the best, so why are you mad at Judy and Brad? Ma'am, y'all do it as well. Don't do this. Don't come over here with that dump, that nonsense. See, we, we don't, this is why I don't entertain black men, black women, gender war shit, because y'all sound nonsensical. Black women probably tote, preach the, 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 the biracial babies more than, than, than black men. Stop, get the fuck out of here with that. Get out of here. Now. See, she wants some attention. Hey, somebody give her some attention. Somebody walk into the door one time. I am five. Thank you for the five on the super chat. The lick em low lover. Debrat just told the free world white is right. Yes. Yeah, side note, the unattractive black owner was probably Rick's. <laughs> yeah, there's one guy. Out of Utah, he has a, a a recessive gene with his eyes and hair, and he makes millions of dollars a year selling his his sperm because they want that specific genetic deficiency that he has. It's something to do with his eyes and hair, and he's European. Did we not learn from the guy in New York, the 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 the, the Jew teacher that has that that black women were in the bathrooms and he meet, he would meet them in the bathrooms and sell his semen to them and turkey based themselves. And he has what, seven, eight, nine kids. He's a, he's a, an ugly looking Jew man, right? We've done that, those stories to death, but I'm not, I want to stay, I want to stay on point. I'm going to stay on focus with this. Okay. I want to stay on focus with this. Well, uh, wait, wait, uh, Chauncey, thank you for the two on the super chat. Uh, like you say, Sly, we in last place as a race. Yes. Now, what does this have to do with Judy? If I, okay, but now that the thing is, whose egg did they use? I'm not sure. If once, if anybody's up to speed on, on these two heifers, whose egg did they use? It was Judy's egg. So what was wrong with the brat's egg? Dumb question. Hear me out. So why would you, why would y'all, why would they go with Judy's tainted eggs and not the brat's eggs? Hear me out. So you have two women. They're clearly older. One has tainted eggs. The other one does not. So why would you use the tainted eggs? Why would you try to find a, a donor for the one that has bad eggs? Why would you not use the brat's eggs? Right? We're going to get to the slides in a minute. 
Man, why y'all kick her out? I would have you. I, I mean, just you can time her out. Don't ban her. Just time her out. If, if y'all haven't already, y'all y'all already on the next. It's okay. Okay, that's right. Nagel, that was his name. One chick was homeless, asking for Nagel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Once again, so you go with Judy's bad eggs and not the brat's good eggs. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yes, you can. That's why you're here, sis. Yes, you can. That's why. <laughs> so they use Judy's bad eggs. Let's run it back with what Judy said. This makes no sense. Even with that, once you put in your genetic testing, you'll be lucky to find one, if any. I'm a carrier of four different things, four. And since we getting into it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in one of the slides, you're gonna see everything. And the severity of the things that I'm a carrier of, if we chose somebody that had the same thing, our child would most likely have it. So her reasoning was she was afraid that whoever the donor was would have the same issues that she currently has. So once again, by her logic, and I'm using the most general broad-based numbers, 2% gives us 300,000 black men at 2%. You mean to tell me it's that sperm clinics are taking in men with bad genetic defects? I thought they scanned you for all this. They test your sperm for all this. So according to her, the sperm bank had all these bad genetic samples to the point where you only had one viable black man. So, that, so the genetic testing, once again, disqualified 200 99,999 black men. Okay. Okay, sis. Okay. And they're severe. So. Okay. Now. Is this it? Here's what she's a carrier of. Here's what she's a carrier of. It is. Alpha thalassemia. Nurses. Y'all know. Y'all know what this shit is. She's a carrier of CFTR-related uh, conditions, combined malonic and methylolomic uh, aciduria, and Ellis Van Krevich syndrome. Uh, bitch, you shouldn't be trying to be having kids no goddamn way. Sit your ass the fuck down. You already got your four kids. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. What are you trying to... So you got all this. This carrier test evaluated 289 genes for genetic changes or variants that are associated with an increased risk of having a child with a genetic condition. So you, so you, you, them quirky kids, huh? Them, them quirky kids. All right, let's continue. Knowledge of carrier status for one of these conditions may provide information that can be used to assist with family planning and or preparation. This test shows the presence of clinically significant genetic changes in this individual in the genes indicated below. No other clinically significant changes were identified in the remaining genes evaluated with this test. Well, that's the, okay. Now that I don't understand. You've, you've have, you have four children prior so they do that. They, do they not do this already? 
I don't understand. They wanted the good baby hair, Lord. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Okay. So that's that's the test. The, the test results. All right, all right. Okay. Now let me move everything over. Let me move everything over. Let me move it all over. Uh, we'll say this for later. That's for later. Okay, now what is this? What is this? What slide is this? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Analysis posted in October 2022 found black men account for less than 2% of sperm donors at cryobanks nationwide. Of course, I want to keep with my heritage. I'm proud of who I am and I want to keep within the scope of what my family looks like. Now she has four children prior. They're black, but this one, I don't, once again, we're talking 2% out of a population of black men numbering between 15 million and some change. And the one, so out of 2% that leaves them with 300,000 choices, options, donors. And they only found one black donor. Let's continue. Let us continue. Let us continue. Now, what they said was, oh, she has three. I'm sorry. So as a mother of three beautiful black kids and even a black grandbaby, I want to clarify to avoid this storyline from continuing that we chose our donor off of looks and that we didn't want a black donor. Uh Oh, but but the brat says something different. I'll come back to the statement. This is what the black said. This is what the brat said. And she laughed. She said, and that dude looked like Jiminy Cricket. I was like, I'm sorry, but that wasn't going to be my choice. This is the brat. And since the pickings were slim, the couple said they ultimately decided on a white donor because we didn't have a lot to choose from. He definitely wasn't black, Brad says. But I think we did a great job with picking. He's handsome. He's tall, and I think he's going to look beautiful with my wife's eggs. Now, let's get back to what Judy said. Let's get back to what Judy said. Here's some things you should know. We had no idea going into this that our chances of a black donor would be slim to none. Once again, 2% out of a population of black men numbering 15 million gives you a a pool of 300,000 black men ma'am you live in Atlanta I used to live in Atlanta you could throw a rock and hit a well-to-do person in the head with it do you understand now as bad as Atlanta is with the crime and and the, the STD whatever all that all the negative shit you want to associate with it listen you could throw a rock and the rock would hit three or four well-to-do people of your own ilk in Atlanta. It's that deep. Do you understand? But let's continue. Let's continue. She continues to say, that I was a carrier of so many disorders that our window was so slim and such high risk because of age and more with my genetic testing, I'm the carrier of four disorders. 
that reduced our chances of a black donor down to one person. And that one person had very limited info portfolio to judge on, including background. Do you guys know how invasive a background is for donating sperm? You just can't walk up in there and be like, hey, I got some uh, some nut sauce for you. It doesn't work like that. They want to know where he went to school, income bracket. They do their own genetic testing. You know, just, you're just not going to walk up in there and be like, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm here now. It doesn't work like that. Let's continue. I'm honestly disappointed more than anything at the storyline, but do not understand the lack of knowledge on IVF. That's in vitro fertilization in our community. Cause a lot of people don't even realize all the things when it comes with the journey, including lack of black donors. So then why don't you adopt a black baby? Y'all get mad. at These white folks taking y'all children. You get mad at Madonna and, and Charlize Theron and Angelina Jolie. So why don't y'all adopt black babies in? Because there's scores of, of foster homes that have infants that need families. Yeah? No? Okay, come on. Let's let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, including the lack of black donors, genetic testing, age, where most of your eggs are gone. The headlines are misleading, but also my wife made a distasteful joke and now it's attached to the headline and making it seem like we chose strictly off of looks and we don't and we didn't at all attempt to find a black donor when in fact, not only did we try, but we also waited to see if more would pop up over time, but it had to stay within the window that we chose. We had to choose. Furthermore, people think just because you have money that anything is possible, but no amount of money uh, was changing the cryobank's inventory. Once again, people, you had they had option they had viable donors three hundred thousand strong across the country of black men, and on, and and because of her genetic testing, only one was viable. Okay, fine. Okay. So you didn't want to, you didn't want to adopt. Oh, okay. You didn't want to use the brat's eggs. Oh, okay. You didn't want to possibly do it the old fashioned way and, and use the brat's eggs and, and, and have a, a don't, um, a surrogate. Nope. 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 That would have been too easy. Okay. Okay. You had options. They had options y'all. They had options. But let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Our baby created with a healthy baby uh, our baby created with a healthy baby first mindset once we learned all the things was a hard decision and of course we didn't want to add any other stigmas or anything to our child but we had severely limited options thanks to all the people supporting us on our journey and i truly hope this brings awareness to more black men to donate donate to y'all for what now this is where i'm probably i'll probably get ignorant Donate to you bitches for what? Why? So I can be called Jiminy Cricket? Once again, this is what the brat said. This fucking cunt. And that dude looked like Jiminy Cricket. I was like, I'm sorry, but that wasn't going to be my choice. And since the pickings were slim, the couple said they ultimately decided on a white donor. So wait a minute. 
So you mean to tell me there weren't no African donors? Hear me out. There were no African donors, no, no, no black Brit, British donors. Hell, a Mexican, a Latino, Afro-Caribbean donor. Like you couldn't find somebody. Um, what's the term? Oh, what's the term I'm looking for? And you couldn't do the intersectional, the uh, the inter the intersectional thing like within your genome, like your the Negroid race. Like, are we? Was it just American black men, or, or or was it all black men of every nationality? Right? No, yeah, you couldn't go with an Indian. There was no Indian donors. Am I losing anybody at this point? Okay. Bruh, it, it makes no goddamn sense. You are in you are in the black Mecca. There is no shortage of good men, you know, in Atlanta. They're in the entertainment business. They're around these men all day, every day. Everybody knows who's clean and who's not clean. That's how interconnected Atlanta is. Everybody knows who has what and who's clean. And the majority of the guys that are clean have a bunch of women because they all know he's clean. He definitely wasn't black, but I think we did a great job with picking. He's handsome. He's tall. And I think he's going to look beautiful with my wife's eggs. So just, just say, this is what eugenics looks like. <laughs> now I have no issue with eugenics. Just, just say that you are, you're practicing eugenesis and you know, say you didn't want to, you had options. If you were, if you really wanted a black baby, you had options. This is bullshit. This is, this is bullshit y'all. Let me see what else. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. One last slide. It, she, she stands on this. She stands on this. I'll say this again because I know a lot of people have no knowledge of the fertility journey to be clear. For all those that are not aware of the many things that we weren't aware of, here it is. Black men make up less than 5% of the donation pool. Once again, that puts you at 600000 out of $15 million. Okay. Furthermore, with gen genetic testing that is specifically looking for, for looking into diseases that humans carry and inputting my stats, carrier four things, and all of the cryobanks, it went from thousands to about 300. <laughs> and of that, only one was black. And he also, unfortunately, wasn't a perfect match. So we actually waited a few weeks to see if the pool increased. But unfortunately, with the time frame we had to choose within six to eight weeks, and there was no there was no more new black donors that fit within the perfect fit with my genetic testing. Hopefully this headline that, that people are running with will educate more people that there's a huge gap in the sperm pool. Like you can literally Google this. Bitch, you weren't worthy. You didn't you didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve black sperm. Sorry. You didn't deserve it. You're the problem. So you mean to tell me we or black men have to, it's you the problem. You're the one that's got the bad genes. You got the bad genes, sis. So, you know, 
have at it. But this is not going to make this is going to this is going to have the opposite effect of black men. Now you want to shame black men into being sperm donors. They're already called sperm donors already on Father's Day when they don't get to see their kids. So what's the difference? What's the difference? Y'all already called them sperm donors on Father's Day. What's the difference? This is not going to do anything but they have the complete opposite effect. No, this is not does not motivate me to go to the sperm bank. For what? For what? <laughs> yeah, you about to SBE these men <laughs> for not don- donating sperm. That's not how it works, sis. That's not how it works. I'm so disgusted by this. You know what? Had had the brat just kept her mouth shut and not said anything. No, we would have known anything had they not said anything. But y'all wanted to document this shit, right? You wanted to put your business out on TV because you thought you can make some money off while documenting documenting your, your journey and tra- trying to have a kid. Y'all put this shit out here for the world to see. Now the world's telling y'all about y'all selves and y'all don't like it. It's, that, that's not how it works, sis. You don't deserve black sperm. You're good. You're good. Black men will not be running down there in droves to make sure women with bad genes can have a, a, no, no. Yeah. Judy's a problem, but nobody wants to acknowledge that shit. Yeah. You don't know Jiminy cricket genes. So what was his, what was his, what was his, uh, intellectual course? What was his IQ score? You know, I, things that I would like to know, like what was his IQ score? Um, you know, what was his, Education, you know what I'm saying? Like, once again, I think the average person, if if they could create a designer baby, I'm sure they would. This is probably as close as you're going to get on this level of having a designer baby. Because, you know, the actual designer babies, tens of millions of dollars. I mean, you're actually manipulating genes at a molecular level and chromosomes, you know what I'm saying? All that shit. I mean, an actual designer baby, they couldn't afford to do it their way. You understand? Um, Bray J, thank you for the five on the super chat. Oh, no, thank you for the 10. Thank, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I just want to know if the white man is the infamous sperminator. Men have wised up and have been selfish with their man grave as they should. As they should. Um, Tony Snow, thank you for the two on the super chat, bro. This is a real bad look for the colorist YouTubers. Actually, no, because they're going to double down and support their decision to do this. They're going to support it. And this is why I, I stay the fuck out of way from those topics, man. Cause I, I find myself getting upset for what it's not going to change anything. You know, OG, thank you for the two on the super, on the super chat. Uh, lady got some tartar sauce for your kangaroo pouch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all these women running around here having kids and no one thinks about genetic testing, none of that. But no, this is not going to have the, the desired effect. You know. Nope. So, you know, they're going to support. And um, yeah, you can't have it both ways. IQ score was a hillbilly. 
Yeah, you know black men don't do sperm banks. That's that's a silly notion to us. So, all right, there it is. Um, uh, you know, let's see what they say. Let's see what they're saying on Twitter. Let's see what they're saying on Twitter. Hold up. Let's see what they're saying on Twitter. Because basically, just my thing is just say you, you didn't want to have no black kids, you know. Uh-oh. So. This is just says y'all can continue to argue, but what Brett and Judy said was was nasty. There are many things that impact the state of black sperm donors and the world telling us that black folks look like Jiminy Cricket and the white king is more attractive is absolutely part of the problem. Well, there it is there. Yeah. So the brat, the brat that tat tat and wife made sure to get a white donor because the only black donor looked like Jiminy Cricket. Okay. Mady said, this is the, this is really the worst era of black people in history. I agree. I agree. Uh, the brat says she looked like the black sperm donor. He looked like Jiminy Cricket. And so she went to the white guy. Boy, if the roles were reversed and a man said similar. Man, listen. Sis, I, here come the support. If you've never gone on the journey to find a healthy black male donor. Once again, I, I've never seen this rhetoric before. I've never heard women at looking for healthy black sperm. So when, when women are out here having kids with these guys, I've never heard this rhetoric. Is he healthy? <laughs> is he healthy what what family ailments does he have what 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 illnesses run through his family does he have a history of high blood pressure i've never heard these discussions i've never had a woman ask me do you have a history of this a history of that that i've never had those conversations no one's ever asked me hey so what all do you i'm just like i no no I don't get the third degree. I don't get this questionnaire. Of, well, do you have this, this, and this? And do you suffer from this, this, and this? You know how you go to the doctor's office and they make you fill out the questionnaire. I've never gotten a questionnaire from a woman. I've never gotten a questionnaire from a, from a woman. Never. Ever. Never. But let's continue. Let's, here we go. Black men do not donate their genetic material regularly. So instead of whining about what the women are doing, talk to the men. Now, this is the same medical in in industry institution y'all say that took y'all genes and takes y'all uteruses, right? This is the same medical industry that y'all say they keep trying to tell y'all to, to get hysterectomies, right? When you don't need one. They're always taking your, all your, they take all your, your, your aborted baby parts and make soup out of them. It's the same medical field y'all say that treat y'all less than don't want to give you anesthesia because they believe you can take the pain more. But now you want to shame men for not giving their genetic material to the same medical industry that does the Henrietta Lacks and does not pay the, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, only thing you worry about is sickle cell. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's see what else. This woman here, the way the people are talking about the brat choosing a white donor after everyone was discussing that there aren't enough black donors two weeks ago is the type of annoying argument I'm getting tired of. Y'all couldn't have all forgot talking about that for three I think they're killing the brat for the white sperm donor, but I know someone who was recently looking for a donor and they expressed her, there are any black donors. It's a legit problem in the field. Once again, the same medical industry y'all say treats black people like animals and test subjects they y'all say they steal y'all body parts y'all say this y'all be saying this they steal your uteruses and give them to trans men right y'all be saying this In the article, the brat stated their donor is a tall, handsome white man, and the black man available was ugly, was ugly girl. Fucking by at this point, lack of sperm wasn't the issue. Anti-blackness, uh-oh, was anyone concerned with their unborn child's features is weird. This is literally from the brat's mouth. As a gay woman, nobody needs to tell me about the lack of black donors. So 300 men and you found a white man most attractive. Okay, Jan. <laughs> okay, 300 options, only one. Okay, yeah, and that's it. Okay. Listen, do without will. If you want to practice eugenics and you know making designer babies knock yourself out just don't get mad when the world tells you nah they ain't that's not what you're calling that's not, that's not what you're calling it it's something else the fact that outlets are covering the brat and her wife having a white sperm donor rather than why they had to use a white sperm donor is once again they live in atlanta y'all So I'm listening to the brat explain why her child's donor is a white man. Not that there's anything wrong with biracial children, but why is it that out of 300 donors, only one was black? Do black men not donate sperm or is there a certain criteria that is ruling these men out? She says, bullshit, attractive mixed people are often a product of unattractive parents all the time. Both the brat and her wife are attractive black women. So even if the sperm donor was not attractive, the child could have still came out attractive. This is just colorism. She's anti-blackness. Mm, mm, mm. The brat and Judy didn't pick the black sperm donor because because he was ugly. Uh, I'm sorry, but that shit was funny. Like, did y'all go only go to one place? Are there are there are there a few black men donating sperm? You had one black donor to choose from. Uh-oh, y'all on here talking about, well, they should have just still chosen the black one. And when y'all know damn well, you aren't trying to have a baby by someone you don't think is attractive. Let's start there. Lesbians don't have to take whatever they can get as far as looks 
go so uh, okay maybe she don't have the range to express why they had choose a white donor lack of black donors because the brat's reasoning for choosing is anti-black as fuck talking about some jiminy cricket I don't see anything wrong with the Brad and Judy saying they didn't want an ugly donor. Y'all want an ugly sperm donor? Who even asked the Brad about their donor and why? Because uh, why would they just volunteer that information knowing damn well how it would be perceived? I agree. I agree. I agree. The Brad thought the Black sperm donors were ugly, so she chose a white one. Does this bitch realize she's a lesbian? <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, well, you know what? I'm over it. I know the guys down the street will have an, a field day with it. I can only tolerate so much because I need to guard my energy. I can only deal with so much. I I need to go. I need to guard my energy because this is very triggering. Well, I'm sure in a couple years they'll reveal who the white man is and there'll be some, it'll, they'll drag out a storyline for it. So, you know. Yes, black men, keep y'all sperm to y'all self. Take y'all balls and go home. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. So, yeah, the child is going to have two mothers and a white. Two black moms and a white daddy. Two black moms and a white daddy. And the baby's going to have siblings, has older, is going to have older siblings that also has two black moms and a black daddy. Game, set, match. This is the new black household. Y'all can have it. So the new black household is going to be two moms with multiple kids with a father somewhere, a black dad somewhere, and a young child with a white daddy sperm donor. Game, set, match. You want to know how you fix this? You, do you want to know how you fix this? Bring back Jim Crow. You want to fix this black community issue? This, this, this identity crisis that black folk have? You bring back Jim Crow. You know why? Because it will force black people to be together. The moment they let, they let, they lifted Jim Crow and chattel slavery and gave 
black folk freedoms and options and free will, this is the end result. You want to fix this? Bring back Jim Crow. You want to fix the black community? Like for real, for real? Bring back Jim Crow. That means you ain't got no choice but to deal with your own kind. You understand? But hey, just my opinion. <laughs> ain't going to be no cash. You know what I'm saying? You be running around. You get away from me. I can't deal with your kind. Hey, what was it? Hey, wait, wait. What was the movie Halle Berry? Was it Queenie? Was it Queenie when she spit in the, spit in the water? Wait, let's find that. Let's find that scene. Let's find that scene. Hold up. Halle Berry. Oh, we have to find that. Queen. Oh, we have to find that. Spit in cup. What a scene is that? Yes, was this it? Was it Queen? At the end, she spit in the cup. The the white girl when they was old and shit. And she dig she's like, Then you look familiar. You no, I don't remember you. And can I have some water? And she's spitting the water. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Ending. I have to find that. Yes. I have to find that. We're gonna play that. Where the hell is it? All right, let me do this. Let me go to YouTube. Nope. That's when she left. Okay. Alex Haley's queen. I want to get to the ending when she was old. Oh, is this it? No, that's not it. That's not it. I'm going to find it. Don't worry, y'all. I'm going to find it. Don't you worry. I'm going to find it. No, I don't recall anybody like that. And I don't remember anybody. She's spinning her cup. Damn it. Where the hell is it? Y'all know where I'm going with this. Y'all know where I'm going with this. Hold up. Hold up. Okay, so it was episode. There was three episodes. It was three episodes. Okay, gotcha. Three episodes. That's season one? No, there's only one season. Okay, three episodes. Episode three. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Hold up. I'm kidding. Oh, let me come on. I'm close. I'm close. I'm close. Hey, tell me one thing, one thing. Hold up. I'm going to find it, y'all. I'm getting close. I'm close. Where the hell is it? Hey, somebody got set on fire. Damn it. Does anybody remember that? Oh, that wasn't Queen. That was Roots and Kizzy. Are you sure? 
wait, the scene when the white woman pulled up on a buggy on a, on a horse carriage and she had the water on the side of the road and it was her old friend from when she was little and Queenie got sold, right? And she's like, hey, I, I remember you. Don't you remember me? She's like, no, 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 I don't remember you. And she spit in her cup and gave it to the white woman. So that was Kizzy. Oh, that's what that was? Hold up, let me find it. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Hold up. Kizzy spit in cup. Okay. Okay, this is it. Oh, yeah, this is what's roots. My bad, y'all. My bad. Here we go. <laughs> the wrong turn. That's red, Johnny. That be north. You was right. That's north. Hey, that's Cassie Nova. This Cassie Nova, this you. Thank you kindly. <laughs> this Cassie Nova. Uh, could my lady have a cup of fresh water? The road be dusty. Nova. Surely. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> don't take don't take cups of water from, from light skinned chicks. <laughs> I don't want your cup of water, no. Begging your lady's pardon, but is your name Missy Ann Reynolds? Missy. <laughs> Nobody's called me Missy for over a thousand years. But my maiden name was Reynolds, yes. I'm Kizzy. I'm sorry, but I... I don't... Recollect knowing any darky by the name of Kizzy. Damn. Another cup. Oh, you want another cup of water? I got you. You, you want another cup of water? <laughs> you want another cup of water? I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. I'm done. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Ray J, thank you again for the 10 on the super chat, bro. 
Another reason those guys wouldn't want to hand over their sperm to the brat and their girls because they don't want to deal with the possibility of getting hit with retroactive child support. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Shout out to all the light skin that be spitting in people's cups. Terrible. Terrible. Reminds me of my granny when she worked for this white brought up north uh, who wanted her scrub her on her knees when granny would clean the toilet with her toothbrush. Damn, son. Damn. I'm sorry. I don't recall any darkies. I don't recall any knowing any darkies. I don't recall any darkies. <laughs> no, so um, they were little. They used to play together, Nick. They used to play together. Um, on the same plantation, and I believe Kizzy got sold off. But she taught her how to read, and they were really close friends. And life, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she thought they was always going to be friends. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta, I gotta stream with C over in about 20 minutes. So. I'll be back with C over. We're going to talk about the habitual line steppers policy, AKA the YouTube's uh, YPP monetization um, policy. So we're going to talk about that. I'm excited for that. So let me get about it here and get prepped for this show in 20 minutes. See y'all then. Peace. Wait, 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 wait. Before I go peace, who should I end this with? Who, 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 you know what? We had a pretty sensational show. Pretty sensational. Let's go. <coughs> Sensational. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. I missed a super chat. I missed a super chat. I missed it. Uh oh. Let me find it. Let me find it. Okay, I got the 10. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. You go back and find it. I got the. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Here we go. Here we go. My bad, bro. My bad, bro. <clears throat> Thank you, Bray J, for the 20 on the super chat. I can attest to being a black man who has rejected giving my sperm to a gay female couple. If I didn't, what? Let me see that again. If I didn't want to, I didn't have to be in a child's life. I could just live with having a junior me walking around. So I said no. Wow. You know, that's why the situations I don't like, because at some point the man's going to want to know his child at some point if he's human he at some point would like to know his child and it's not fair to the child i got two moms or i got i got two dead no 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 there's another part of you missing and there's another piece a huge piece of the puzzle that's missing um i think it's it's a raw deal all the way around especially for the kids because you have a lot of kids running around here who feel incomplete and are looking to be filled and looking to be whole and for whatever reasons, the parents refuse to acknowledge the other half of the, of the child's bloodline. And you got a lot of whacked out kids. And they, they run out here looking for voids to fill because they're missing that other half of them. And, you know, um, that's the climate that we live in, unfortunately. So, um, yeah. Man, listen, bro. You see one slave movie, you've seen them all. Okay. So with that being said, now I'm going to get about here. See y'all in about 20 minutes. Peace.